0: whole lot of talk the interviews that rock brought to you by rock antenna germany's number one rock radio station did you have any chance to, you know, sort of react to what Chad was writing? Did, did he send yeah. the ideas over, and then you go like, "No, we don't like that." No, he like I
1: remember the one thing that I got sent, and when he first came up with the the introduction for San Quentin, mm-hmm. I, I was very very happy to hear that because I, I like the heavy music, you know, heavy metal is my thing, and and uh, and when I heard that, I was like, that, "That was that was a nice heavy heavy bit," and I was like, I yes, I very much look forward to playing on this one," you know. I was really, really happy to hear
0: it. You know, get rolling. As I said, it sounds so essentially Nickelback in 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 every song. Really, that I was wondering if you ever considered uh, trying something new, trying something differently. Just- well, the, the, the
1: basic sound of Nickelback is trying different things. You know, it, it's like a you know, we have our hard rock songs and we have our our uh, our party songs, like you said about Skinny Little Missy, etc. And and then you have the the love songs that Nickelback does. Yeah. There, there's a couple other things that are a little bit off. That, that even even different from that that we we always try to spread out and stretch out and if you if you or or, or anybody listening you know kind of what could could definitely somebody could definitely doubt that you know we do have a, a very diverse and and um, a varied kind of sound if, if all you hear is is the the Nickelback on the radio these this, <laughs> yeah. this is where you're going to hear all the same kind of Nickelback however Nickelback does record a whole bunch of other different sounds and styles that just don't get played on the radio <laughs> so, <laughs> So you you have, to, you have to get the albums if you want to hear the full diversity of, of our our approach you know
0: how many songs have you written for this one, this how, one how many songs is, have you recorded actually on
1: uh, uh, this song we we uh we wrote and recorded 11 songs that's it uh, we, we did uh, uh, there should be 11 right
0: there <laughs> I'm just counting it through. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I hope. I hope there's a limit. Where are the, the B-sides? Sides? What
0: do you do with the singers?
1: <laughs> we we don't. Um, a long, long time ago, we we decided that we would only record what we were going to use. So we would approve it in the demo phase, yeah. and we wouldn't if it wasn't going to go on the album, we would not even go into production with it. And, okay. and we decided that years and many years ago.
0: What was the hardest song for you guys to finish on this record? Well. I don't know about
1: the hardest, but Chad was saying to me uh, yesterday actually that you know, and I didn't know this because obviously because I was in Los Angeles and he was up there, but San Quentin was it took about a year and a half for him to actually write San Quentin because it not because he was sitting there for a year and a half with, uh, with the writer's block, <laughs> but because he he has in, in Chad's approach, what he does is he'll write on something until he I don't know gets bored or or you know whatever he wants to move on so he he will write on something for a while and then go oh, okay let's move on to this song you know but it, it's very it's a very um uh a very scattered approach that he does because that's kind of mind that he had so he'll have in his brain five different songs going at once and when he's tired of working on one he's just like oh let's flip over to tidal wave or let's flip over to uh or whatever you know what i mean like he'll just he'll just keep like changing the channel to keep himself.
0: Uh, interested, I guess. I did get the idea to San Quentin. I mean, there was the Johnny Cash song, obviously, but you know, then again, he was at San Quentin. Huh? <laughs> Uh, that yeah I was that San
1: that that I thought that was Folsom Prison but I, I don't remember I should do that there's, there's two that. there's two actually yeah. Yeah, I should oh, okay um, I should know that one because Johnny Cash is, is a huge uh, a huge influence I, I love uh, Johnny Cash's work so much but um, the story that Chad uh, tells us is that he was years ago he was at his friend Guy fietti this uh, famous um, uh, celebrity chef guy here in, in, uh, in California actually he was at his at his house in Northern California at a party. Birthday party, and he met uh, this person, and they were talking. And uh, you know, the person clearly knew who Chad was, and, you know, what Chad does, and um said, uh you know. This, so Chad said, well, "What do you do?" For, you know, now that you know, how, you know what I do for a living. What do you do for a living? And the guy said, "Well, I'm actually the warden for the San Quentin prison," and Chad just like looked at this. You know, young, young man, like not a, you know, not, not like out of central casting of, you know, what is a warden look like, you know, you just look like a young dude, you know, nice, nice guy. And Chad's like, you mean you're the warden of San Quentin? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there for a little while. Actually, and um, Chad is like, oh, and he um, he went to his phone right away and started putting in notes about San Quentin and how, you know, the 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 the, the name San Quentin just sings very well. You know, it just has like a lyrical quality already. Yeah. So he just had to then take that and then add to that the, the guitar riff and then. The, the ideas started to flow Like I said For a year and a half <laughs>
0: <laughs> You gotta tell us a little bit About those days Because uh, When I first heard it I thought it reminded me Immediately uh, 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 On Photograph but then again, yes. it's, and again, it's
1: a different approach. It is a different approach. It, it's slightly, it is a slightly different uh, um, uh, approach uh, from photograph. Not, not a, not a dissimilar idea because it is nostalgia thinking back about your of youth, uh, youth in your childhood. And the, uh, the, the approach being more now in, in, in those days, kind of like the more, yeah. the culture of the time, you know, the entertainment of the time, the TV. TV, the movies, the music we listen to, the concerts we went to, that that's kind of more the the, the thrust of, uh, of of those days versus you know versus photograph is much more of a, a sort of experiential kind of about of, of being being in the, in the childhood at, at that time. But yeah, they both uh, very accurately for me they both okay. both very accurately capture you know what life was
0: like at that time. It's uh, it's funny because I never really liked photograph that much until I saw it live where it, the, the line came up and what the hell. On Joey's head, and you had the picture projected. Yeah. and Now I get it. Now I get it. And then it, it's so much. You know, it's just so much better. And then I was like, oh my god. You know. So I'm really, really looking forward. To what are you going to do with the, those days uh-huh. you know, when you went in for free life? <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Where so- Spe- is Speaking of. Yes. Speaking of, when are you gonna be here in Munich? We're counting.
1: Oh uh, well, yes, it'll be uh, probably November. I, I'm kidding. I have no idea. But uh, we, we probably will be over for um, the latter part of next year. I, I would think. You know, we're just we're just finished laying out our uh, North American tour now, uh, which starts in June and we will go, I think, until September, and then uh, pretty much directly following that, we should be out your way. So uh, Munich will be. I on the list, of
0: course, <laughs> of places to be. I, I bet you $50 there's going to be Daughtry support act.
1: Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's your money. It's your money. <laughs> I'm not going uh, uh, to. It, it, it probably won't be, but if you bet on it, I would give you good odds. I'd give you 10 to 1 on that.
0: Uh, How much Can you estimate actually How much you miss playing live I I think that Just the idea of playing live
1: Right now makes me emotional Just to to actually think about it I I think as we Begin the first song of the first live show back That's when I'll know But at this point I'm, I'm very excited To to be able to do it again
0: Very excited What do Is there anything That you can already Like uh, tell us What the live show Is going to be about Is it just pure Nickelback Or is it Dungeons Dragons and Fireworks <laughs>
1: um, Well we're Right now We're just kind of We've got all the components Isolated We just have to figure out How much of each one We're going to use But um, I would say That it's going to be a lot over the top is what I would say there's just gonna kind of, we're bringing
0: everything <laughs> that's gonna be great now I reckon is gonna be out in two weeks time yes sir. are you are you nervous about that are you still nervous about something like that
1: um not nervous but i am very uh i should say i guess the word is hopeful um mm-hmm. because the the way it feels right now is really good you know a lot of people are very excited for uh, a new nickel out nickelback album which is very very it feels good you know to to have that kind of anticipation out there and that kind of excitement so I'm not I wouldn't say nervous so much but I am really excited to see what happens when, when the album is uh, is released and, and how many people grab onto it and get it
0: are you are you one of those guys who reads all comments and social media goes like no just ignores it I don't really do social media anymore
1: I have my own Instagram but I uh, I got off of Twitter I never did Facebook thank God uh, but I I, I, I I got off Twitter Twitter a couple of years ago three years ago i guess now i'm thinking about getting back on just because since elon musk bought it this looks like a hilarious uh a fun time you know like all these people are so scared i love it um so <laughs> I, I might even rejoin just to see you know what what happens with uh with with that guy at, at the uh at the helm so to speak you know um but uh no i I, i'm not scared of comments because i I think sometimes even the ones that are assholes can be really funny you know if if, because if something to me if something is truly funny it's funny you know just to obviously just to throw hate at something like us that's not that funny that's just negative but sometimes the haters can can say some pretty funny things and there's there's a lot of times when you see people you know and that's one thing that the internet kind of has, has fostered it with sites like Reddit, et cetera, is given people a platform to try to be funny and a lot of people try to be funny. Yeah. And that, that's kind of the problem because a lot of people aren't funny, you know? So I, I have to, I have to kind of weed through the, uh, the, 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 amateurs, you know, to get to the, uh, the, the good ones. Cause there are some good ones and there. There are people who, who make fun of our band and, and are funny about it. I'll have a great laugh when I see that, but you know, the, the, there is also a contingent of people online who they want to be funny but they're just not and that's that's just very sad to me
0: now in the, in the past two years that you guys have been isolating or anything was it in any way a struggle for Nickelback for the band or was it always safe for you guys
1: did, there was no sort of divergence of opinion simply because it didn't matter what we thought it was Farm, what was far more important was what are we allowed to do you know and, and what what do we have to wait for in order to get back to work and and that was truly you know the um, we were just sort of waiting for instructions you know that um, but no there was no um there was no sort of difference of opinion of what this should be, or, or, you know, how should we handle things? We really very, very much like I alluded to earlier when, when I was saying that it was way more about just relaxing and, and, you know, just letting Chad, when he creates, if let, he creates, let him work.
0: Right. Let him. Do, yes, you know, just, let
1: him work. Just let him do his thing, and the rest of us would wait, and we we won't do. We won't go back to work anyway, unless there's new music. So, what's the problem? You know, we just sit back and, and you know help where we can help, but most of all, just be understanding.
0: You know, apart from being number one in probably 254 countries uh, in two weeks' time, are there still any goals left for Nickelback?
1: I, I think I think our biggest goal now and having done what we've done for how long that we've done this is uh i think i think now we just want to get out on the road and, and have people come to the show you know and, and it's not uh, it doesn't sound like a really a really ambitious goal but uh, judging by our friends who have you know so many of our friends bands that have gone on tour yeah. and had to go back home uh obviously that um, it's it's not a sure thing so our goal is to uh, go on
0: tour and, and be able to finish the tour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a that's a decent goal. I, yeah, have, I think so. I have almost no further questions Christmas, mm-hmm. your honor. Uh, Thank <laughs> you very thank you very much for talking to us. Uh, thank uh, you, sir. Whole lot of talk, the interviews that rock. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.